This episode of Dear Young Queen is sponsored by eBay. Authenticity guarantee. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you know you're getting the real deal. Whether you're looking for a head-turning handbag or a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear that make every step feel fly. These days, to know for sure you're getting the real deal, go straight to eBay. When you're searching, just look for that blue check mark. It will say Authenticity Guarantee. That means when you buy it, you can be confident that it's authenticated by real experts. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Welcome to Dear Young Queen, the podcast. <clears throat> Excuse me. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, oh, I miss the sound of my own voice. No, I'm just kidding. What's up, everybody? This is Ashley, and you are listening to the Dear Young Queen podcast. I had to dust the the dust off of my uh, at-home mic because I feel like it has been too long since I came to you. What's up, everybody? There's a lot of new listeners here, and we are going to get into exactly why that is. But I figured this would be an amazing time to update you on all the Dear Young Queen podcast happenings. For those of you who have been listening to the podcast over the past year, we had a pretty standard format. There were guest interviews hosted by Alexis and I, which you could listen to or you could watch on YouTube. And then in between, we had these episodes called Work in Progress, which were the audio-only episodes where myself and licensed therapist Estia Brown dove a little bit deeper into some of our favorite topics, quotes, clips, and all of the things from previous interview episodes of the Dear Young Queen podcast. Uh, at the end of the year, I put out a work in progress episode entitled Changes in the Air, where I explained that I was ready for a change with this podcast. And over the past few weeks, I sat with myself, I talked to friends, and I prayed on what I felt like this project could turn into. I have to be honest, I decided over those few weeks that I was going to put this podcast on a break. I wanted to give myself six months to recalibrate, to get creative. And honestly, I wanted to help out all of the other women that were coming to me who wanted to get their own podcast started. But what's that saying? Life is what happens to you when you're busy making plans? Yeah. So it's like January 4th and uh, I'm cleaning out my inbox and I'm in the junk folder. And in the junk folder, I stumbled across an email. Let's call him Stephen. Stephen's email said, Hey, Ashley, I'm a freelance voiceover artist, and I saw your podcast listed in Apple Podcasts' new beginning section. Congratulations, dot, dot, dot. He proceeded to offer his services. My eyebrows raised, I cocked my head, and I had no idea what he was talking about. But sure enough, I ran to the podcast app, and to my surprise, Apple Podcasts blessed me. Just, just bless me, bless me, it's your Without being Miss Westy, I was blessed. Blessed, blessed, blessed. Apple Podcasts had put us in the Apple Podcast storefront, basically the browse section. And I'm sure that's how so many of you found me. So the next thing I did after seeing that is I ran to my hosting site. When I tell you, holy shit, I was mind blown. I had never seen numbers like this in my life. In just two days, I had done more listens than the podcast had done all year long. When I tell you, my mouth hit the floor. We had more listens in just the first few days of the year than I had in all of 2023 on all of those episodes. It was literally like God was like, ah, 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 sis, slow down. Slow down. You're not quitting shit. You're not putting shit on pause. Actually, you're getting ready to turn up the heat on the oven. And like, I can't lie. It took me a second to recalibrate. I was really confident and sure that this podcast was going to go on a healthy break. I was excited. I was ready to get writing. Like, I just, I, I needed a moment. So I started to think, like, does this mean I'm supposed to force out episodes? Am I just supposed to show up here every week and let you guys hear my personal growth? I sat with these thoughts and I realized, like, no, I don't have to force anything. But what I have to do is actually introduce all of you new incredible listeners to all the other amazing podcasts that I have here on the Dear Young Queen Network. And this is exactly what I believe that that was meant for. 
I've been working super hard at helping other women develop their podcasts and then also signing them to my own network. Who am I? I'm just a regular girl in New York City, an entrepreneur that's out here trying to figure it out. I don't have a private equity firm backing me. I don't even have any investors. But what I do have is the ability to make my projects come to life. And I'm willing to team up with other women to have their podcast come to life as well. And so today, I am proud to tell you all that the Dear Young Queen Podcast Network is up and running. Yep, y'all. Outside of the Dear Young Queen Podcast, we have three incredible shows under our umbrella. And this obviously is the time to introduce them to you. The first podcast under our umbrella, if you haven't heard it already, is called Ask Ashley the Podcast. Ask Ashley is the intimate, unapologetic, unfiltered weekly check-in between me and my best friend, Ashley. Ask Ashley. Yep, that's me. And me. (laughs) Ask Ashley the Podcast is my intimate, unapologetic, unfiltered weekly check-in with my best friend, Ashley North. She's a celebrity wardrobe stylist based out of Los Angeles and a mother to two beautiful little girls. We always say that we're two best friends on two opposite coasts with two different points of view, but we like to leave that up for debate. We do see a lot of life similar despite living through two very different lenses. It is a hilariously refreshing podcast. It is a great way to check out of your normal life for 45 minutes to an hour every week and just laugh. We have a couple standing segments. We have our weekly check-in, which is where we kind of just update each other on what we've gone through in our lives. We have TV time where we allow you to dive into some of our favorite things that we're watching on TV. We have question time where we always say, you think you know everything about your best friend, but do you? So we use that time to ping pong questions off of each other. We have things we saw on the internet. It is typically a mess. We talk about clips that we see on the internet, uh, other outrageous topics that podcasters are talking about. Um, And it's really, really, really a fun time. I feel like the best thing that I could do is just drop a little sampling of the podcast here for you. Ask Ashley. Yep, that's me. And me. (laughs) Oh, best friend. We killing them. No new friends. Get rid of them. Who these new niggas? Yeah, I ain't feeling them. Yeah. It's just me and my ten in them. I have to ask you, why mm-hmm. did you walk and yeah. sing this song? Ladies up in here tonight. Like, what? Where did you? What? Shakira, Shakira. I never really knew that you dance like this. Ooh. You make a man want to speak Spanish. Como, Como te, te ama. See? Si? Bonita. Si? Shakira. <laughs> oh, baby, when you talk like that, you make a woman go mad. So be mine. And keep on. Reading the sounds of my body. I'm on tonight. Now my hips don't lie. And I'm starting to feel it right. It's a, I don't know. Is that weird? Like sometimes a song just gets stuck in your head. Like maybe it was on a commercial or like you just randomly heard it in a store and it'll get stuck in your head. That must have been it because I don't recall. Yeah. Man, you got it in my head. Now now. you're stuck. Yeah. Well, now we've listened to it. You make a girl want to speak Spanish. Como te llama? Si. Bonita. Si. Oh, what's next? What is it? Eating the sound of my body. No, no, no. No. The great thing about Spotify is that we can use the lyric option and tell you exactly what up is in here. But you know, Apple Music does that too. Oh, Shakira, Shakira. Man, want to speak Spanish? Como se llama? Si, bonita. Si, mi casa. Su casa. Oh, baby, when you talk like Oh, we like comfy. That. We comfy. We cozy. So speaking of Shakira. Shakira, Shakira. How do you feel about Shakira and Jimmy Butler dating? <laughs> <laughs> That's the response I was looking for. How do you feel? In Spanish. Yeah. ¿Cómo te sientas sobre Shakira y Jimmy Butler son novia y novias? No bueno. 
No bueno. Mine sounded Italian, and I put my fingers like this, so now I'm confused. Um, here's the thing. I was a big Jimmy Butler fan. Like, I was like, oh, he's dope. Like, I like Jimmy Butler until he did that hair thing for media day. And then I was like, okay, you're weird. The dreads didn't hit the same way that the goth look hit. They mm-hmm. hit very different. They did. The dreads were like funny. The goth wasn't funny. It was it got like, weird. It was strange. <laughs> it didn't hit. It's giving you were an outcast in high school. <laughs> it's giving school shooter. And I'm not. Gilbert Arenas. What did Gilbert Arenas do? You know Gilbert Arenas. The whole reason he got kicked off the Wizards, he brought a gun into the locker room. What? Yeah, bro. That's why his NBA career ended? Yeah, but they had to pay that man still. Jimmy Butler and Shakira are dating in real life. How old is Jimmy Butler? Because I'm just wondering, we've talked a little bit about this like whole like younger man, older woman thing. Right. I know Shakira's got to be 50 something. Wow, you are not wrong. See? Shakira is 46 and Jimmy Butler is 34. Yeah. I'm finding that I am seeing more and more and more of this. I think we should honestly dive into it. What's the Kim Kardashian OBJ difference? Yeah. Kim Kardashian is 43. Yeah. Odell Beckham Jr. is 31. That is a 12-year age difference. But mind you, she also dated um, Comedy Boy. What was his name? Pete Davidson. He was 27. And she was 42. Yeah. Pete Davidson is 29 right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's a thing happening. It's a thing. It's an actual thing. And I think that it has grown in popularity. I said to you a few episodes ago, women are aging better than men now. And that it is an old wives tale that men age better than women. You just saw the treatment I put on my thing. I just got an anti-aging facial just a second ago. I don't know no men going to get anti-aging facials. That's what I was telling John today. I was like, bro, if you're trying to date 30-year-olds, like, let's get you like some facial treatments. Yeah. Let's do this. Well, Shakira, age 46, dating Jimmy Butler, age 34. That is also a 12-year age difference. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Shakira. (laughs) Do your thing, sis. Love this for you. It's the way you act. act. (laughs) To the women dating younger men. (laughs) (laughs) Joe, do you want to rock? Oh, my God. Let me tell you who's upset about this. Who? My grandmother. Your grandmother always wanted you to be with Jimmy Butler. Always. Shakira. I'm home two weeks ago. She's the one who told you? (laughs) She believes that I fumbled that one. You did. You fumbled it. There was never an option. The the ball never was coming my way. It's like you never even had a chance. It rebounded the other direction. It was over there. She, in her mind, believes that it was an actual real-life fumble and will use every opportunity she has to remind me that I fumbled a bag that I never had. I love your grandma for this because that's like that's some that's something I would do. I told you, son. You know, you let him have a baby on you. He has a baby. Yeah. There's so much I don't know about him. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine your grandmother telling you you let him have a baby on you. I love your grandma. Well, I said you saw Jimmy Butler at media day. She said, oh. She didn't even want to talk about his faults. Yeah. She brushed it off like he didn't do the foolish She's shit he Jimmy's did. She's Jimmy's biggest fan. She's Jimmy's biggest fan. Yeah, nah. I can't roll with the media day look. It was too much. I told you how I got that video made for her, right? What video? I'm about to show you. Oh, like she loved Jimmy Butler for real? You should get her a blanket with his face. No, she loves Jimmy Butler for real. So much so that I had this video recorded for her. Hit play. Grandma Lee. What's up, sugar? Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, just stopping by to show some love. I appreciate you. Can't wait to miss you. Kisses, hugs from the one and only. See you soon. <laughs> That's That will make an almost 90-year-old woman who loves Jimmy Butler. <laughs> you better be careful with that Heart. video. You know, she didn't even got a cell phone for me to send that to. I had to send it to my aunt who had to play it for her. Like, what did she do? Cry? She loved it. Aww. She loved it. But I That's thought that beautiful. she might let the Jimmy Butler no, up. She, she didn't like, let it even go. Even more reason. Look at what a nice boy he is. He made this. He made me this video and everything. You fumbled that. What other man would do that for your grandma? But Jimmy. But Jimmy. Damn. Fumbled. Fumbled. Yeah. Sorry, grandma. Sorry, grandma. <laughs> 
Shakira. Get it, girl. You go, girl. <laughs> Shakira, Shakira. Ooh, baby, when you talk like that. Shakira, Shakira. Amazing. I f*** with that because her husband like cheated on her with the nanny or some shit, too. So it's like, bye. It was oh. definitely some wild shit. But what was wilder is how she went and got her house. Oh, okay. F*** with me if you want to. She went and got her house. Like, what you mean? And, like, picked it up off the plot of land. Shakira physically moving the house off her ex's land is a level of petty that only I could aspire to. The lesson that needs to be learned, don't f*** the nanny, because I'll take my whole house. <laughs> and not you or the nanny will ever be comfortable in this house. And then I'll find myself a 32-year-old basketball player. <laughs> so, gotcha, bitch. <laughs> Gotcha, bitch. Try me if you want to. Gotcha, bitch. So, look. Shakira is, honestly, she's a role model to many. Okay. So, when Shakira and Gerard Petit, Peak, let's look it up. He's a soccer player, right? I don't know. Can you Google this part while I'm Googling how to say it? He's a soccer player. A European champion. He's won the lot. We are with Gerard Piquet. Gerard Piquet. Okay. Yeah. And he's a football player. Football as in soccer. Mm -hmm. Like from Barcelona, played in Spain, won chips with Manchester United. Big deal. Big deal. Mm -hmm. So when Shakira and Gerard split up, the Colombian single continued to live in the former home. And it it was a footballer who moved out. The living arrangement brought with it some problems, though. Mm -hmm. Shakira had planned to move to Miami, but is still in Barcelona for now and was living next door to her ex's parents. In the days following her new music release, which include criticisms of her ex, several conflicts between Shakira and her in-laws occurred. Of course. Now it seems that the music artist is constructing a wall to properly separate the two properties as the two houses, despite being independent, are still connected in some areas. TV camera spotted a cement mixer. Bitch, build a fortress. Working in the vicinity of her home as Shakira's putting up a wall to make the properties more independent. Yeah. Now, as far as her really, truly removing the, hang on, does Shakira actually take her house? This is February 10th of 2023. A video shows the pop singer Shakira's house being physically removed from her former property's property. How do you just pick up a house? Aren't houses built into the ground? The historic house. Okay, boo, tomato, 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 fake news. news. It's a house in Plano, Texas that they tried to get off as Shakira's. Oh, boo. But she did build build a fortress. But the wall is correct. The Great Wall of China. The Great Wall of Barcelona. Of Barcelona. (laughs) I love that for her. But also, side note, did you see this week Shakira got hit with an $8 million tax fraud bill? You know what's crazy is I didn't see that, but I also got my tax bill. I mean, like, I filed my taxes last week, and that's kind of how I feel about it, too. I was like, now I see why people don't want to pay their taxes and why. Because I don't want to pay that. Yeah, straight up. Are you paying your taxes quarterly now? I'm not. I'm a bad tax person. I file my taxes late. I did, like, two. I don't know. The state of California gave, like, an extra amount of time this year. I don't know. It was all this stuff, but the point is I just yeah. filed and now I'm screwed. Big trash. So I feel you, Shakira. I feel you. So I watched Sorry. a recent episode of Catfish mm-hmm. and I saw a trick I never saw them use before. What was it? They gave him a link to put in a text message to send to the person. And when they clicked that link, it would give them their IP address. Okay. That's nasty work. <laughs> that's got to be illegal. That's whoa, a tracking device. Whoa, whoa. No, 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 no. I had never seen them use that tactic before, but the person was playing and Neve had had enough. enough. When Neve has enough, <laughs> that's when you know. Like, if Neve has had enough, it gets crazy because don't piss off Neve. I've seen Neve go head to head with some people. Like, I'm like, okay, Neve. Like, he'd be walking up to their house. He'd be like, Neve, this looks like the hood. Are you safe here? Like, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. He is a bold white man. He, I've with him heavy. I want to be on that show so bad. Like my dream is to be a guest host on Catfish. This is a major goal of mine. Like I swear to God, I got to get on Catfish. That's why this podcast has to take off so that people, that's really the only reason I'm doing this is so I can get on Catfish. <laughs> How am I going to get on Catfish? You were waiting to get that off your chest. I have. So the podcast is just now. a stepping stone for Catfish. Once I get there, it's a wrap. I'm taking 
Cammy's job. So that blew my mind. Mm-hmm. First of all, and on this episode, Cammy wasn't on the episode. There was a whole nother black girl. I was like, well, this new season. I don't know, but I think it's interesting that they keep bringing in the black girl because they know we'll figure it the fuck out. Exactly. Every time it's either two white men or a black woman. I really did enjoy the show when it was Max and Neve. I was super sad to see Max go. And if I go back on an episode, I would like my episode to feature Max, even mm. if it's like a Zoom call or whatever. I just need Max. I need his energy. Yeah. I do appreciate Cammy's energy though. Cause sometimes yeah. when those people be talking and she, she roll like, her, ain't nobody got time. And I love it when off top Cammy be like, they're lying. <laughs> like Cammy be calling way early. Like Cammy, we got to get to the buildup. Cammy be like, nah, I'm not with this. Shout out to Catfish for fi- always finding a black woman to get on the job. What time is it? It's question time. What time is it? It's question time. Not a would you rather again. I love would you rather. I'm heavy into would you rathers. Okay. Well, then okay. you go first. Okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. Would you rather be the funniest person in the room or the most attractive? Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. What am I trying to get out of the room? <laughs> A husband. Like, if I'm trying to get... Um... Ooh, I don't know if I'm defaulting to this because it's my experience. Mm-hmm. I'd rather be the funniest person in the room. Yeah. But I also went out this week with that girl. Yeah. Who is stunning. Oh, really? I said to her homegirl, I was like, that might be the prettiest woman I've ever seen really? in my life. She's flawless. And I did feel like in a space that I could normally hold my own, I was a flower on a wall. You were over there and everyone else was over here. These jokes I got really aren't doing much right now. They don't give a fuck about these jokes, bro. But I have a podcast. (laughs) Nobody cares, bro. But I have a podcast. I'm very interesting and very funny. They'd be like, yeah, but this bitch is pretty. Leave me alone. What? Because it's shocking, like, it, it's a shocking beauty. Yeah. And I remember actually thinking about my time, even with Sienna when we were younger. The person at the party could love f***ing hydrangeas, hydrangeas, yeah. and you would come with a bucket full of them, and they would be like, nice to meet you, Sienna. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? You don't even see me standing here? Um, so I do think that there is a tad bit of jealousy attached to maybe the most beautiful person yeah. in the room. But I'm going to say that I think I would rather be the most funny person in the room because if it's not looking for a man and it's maybe creating opportunities for yourself, it is networking, it is so many more things that I think that being the funniest person in the room could get you much further Further. in the general sense of what you're looking for. Um, And I also feel like oftentimes beauty is associated with being dumb. Yeah. I don't believe that to be true. I know plenty no. of plenty yeah. of beautiful, intelligent women. Yeah. But I'm saying in general, it's like young, dumb, and pretty. Yeah. And when you're funny, it's like they see you for more of who you are as a human. They're curious about you. They want to hear about your life experiences. Yeah. It just allows you, I think, to get to know people. Mm-hmm. And just like, like there's that quote about funny guys. Like a, a funny guy will laugh you out your pants. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I feel like as a woman, same. Same. I think so Same-sies. too. I think so too. Yeah. I saw something this week that said beauty fades, but my sarcasm will live forever. Oh, you reposted it. I saw it. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I was like, that's me. Yeah, for sure. Anyhow, Ash. Yes. Would you rather be homeless or in prison? Oh, shit. Terrible. Terrible. So this is what I'm going to say. I watch a lot of prison shows. There's something that is very interesting to me. Like I've been now watching on Netflix. It's like the world's toughest prisons. Mm. Seven seasons. Great watch. How was the San Quentin one? I didn't see it. Oh. I'm not through all the seven seasons. Okay. I've seen Netherlands. I've seen uh, gotcha. <laughs> uh, Philippines. <laughs> um, anyways, but I know that prison is not a place for me. <laughs> so I'm going to say homeless. Only because, let's say you're doing a life sentence, that's it for you. I'm homeless. There's a possibility that I can work my way out of this. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with homeless. There's a little more hope there. There's Prison is a hopeless place. <laughs> I hate it there. I hate it. I there. hate it there. And, um, you know. Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't know. No, I'm not going to prison. I don't care what it is. If I have to go to prison, Ash, if I do something up, kill me. I, bro, kill me. I Kill I, me. I can't even. I'm shocked that you watch the shows. I used to back in the day watch like Locked Up. Oh, yeah. Me too. And I was interested. And I also watched Orange is the New Black. Me too. But then I watched Wentworth. I didn't. And I couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. Orange is the New Black was like our Americanized version of Wentworth. Oh, okay. Yeah. That Wentworth shit, is UK? I think they're in Australia. Oh, okay. But yeah, UK or Australia somewhere. Mm-hmm. Sorry for our international friends to just make them one. I know they're very different. Yeah. Um, but I don't know where the show is. Okay. Um, and I actually stopped watching all prison shows after Wentworth. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't want to watch it. Yeah. Because is it a women's prison too? Uh-huh. And she's not supposed to be there. Yeah. Like, she's there because she did something, but it's, like, unfortunate that, like... Yeah. That was what the problem with Orange the New Black was, is, like, eh. It could that, happen. It could happen. Bro. It could happen. It could happen. All I'm saying, Ash, if the, if the, if the something happens that could happen to me, get me... Out of here. Out of here. I know, but I can't get you out of here because then I got to go to prison. <laughs> This is f***ed up, right? I know. I just, I need to take all the pills. I yeah. don't know. Listen, I'm not doing it as a point. I would rather be homeless than in prison. Okay. So then here's the thing. Now let's make it a little bit less. Okay. What if it's like um, a white collar cl- crime and you have to go like a camp? For how long? Three and a half years. Three and a half years. <laughs> if Martha Stewart can do it, potentially I can do it. So if it's like white collar, like white collar prison camp situation, I would try and rough that and not be homeless. But if it's prison, (laughs) if it's prison, max security prison, Mm -hmm. it's a no for me dog. Dog, you might die anyway in there. Exactly. I'm going to (laughs) die. I will die. I know for a fact I will die. I told you about my friend who went to jail. No, I don't want to hear it. Honestly, I don't want to hear it accidentally went to jail well not accidentally she was dating like a drug dealer bro they ran up in the house and they said you live here right yeah but i don't know what he does how do you think you drive that bentley how do you think you live in this house had they took her and the house and the housekeeper because the housekeeper is an accessory for cleaning up around this bitch bro he was in jail for three months three months she said, by the grace of God, she got bunked with, like, the the bully bitch and knew how to braid hair. Damn, I don't even have a skill. That's what I was trying to say. I just know, like, let's say I go to prison. I'm just, like, whoever the bully bitch is. You're I'm I'm fresh meat bitch. Yeah, listen, <laughs> I'm yours. <laughs> let's do this. Like, I like, like you. <laughs> do you like me? Whoever is going to, I got to get under whoever will protect me. (laughs) Hoeing yourself out to another woman. (laughs) Damn. That's wild. But no, that's what I always think in my head. Like, you got to find the toughest bitch and be like, can I be your Your girlfriend? For sure. I'll do whatever you say. I'm right there with you. Because I can't braid hair. I can't braid hair. I can fight some like regular bitches, but I can't fight nobody. I can't jail. fight nobody, I, so I'm not ready. Nah, you could fight somebody. I think I could fight somebody. You black, you black out in general, and that's all that happens in a fight. Like, yeah. By the time it comes to hit the other person, you've all your mind is okay. Yeah, it's so, so I wild could how be a good fighter in a fight, your brain kicks into survival mode instantly. Yeah, until the point of your mind kicks in that says you could go to jail for this anyway so if you liked that sample of ask ashley podcast don't forget to follow ask ashley the podcast and turn your notifications on you can follow ashley north at ashley north style you can follow me at is that her the second podcast under our umbrella is called ready set grow as tia brown you've been listening to this podcast and you've already been introduced to Tia. You know her tone, her voice, her knowledge. She really is here to help us grow through life. Ready, Set, Grow is the ultimate group therapy space where Tia tackles all the things we're managing as adults. S. Tia Brown is your host of Ready, Set, Grow, and she's a licensed therapist and journalist. She uses her episodes to walk us through what is managing adulting from mental health to parenting to relationships, sex, navigating family issues, navigating work stress. Like she just uses each episode to tackle something different. 
Some of my favorite episodes are when Tia has listener questions. Those episodes are called Better Advice. Better Advice allows listeners to write in and ask Tia for not just the generic advice, but the advice that maybe might be a little tougher to hear, but that you need to hear. So here's a little sampling of Ready, Set, Grow. Hey, ladies. Ready to grow? Well, I have the perfect podcast just for you. It's with me. I'm Estia Brown, a licensed therapist and life coach, and now the host of Ready, Set, Grow, the ultimate group therapy podcast experience on the Dear Young Queen Network. Join us as we tackle the challenges of putting healthy habits to work in real life. On Ready, Set, Grow, you'll get tips from me and other experts on coping skills, practical life skills, and just being better. Listen, growing is a lifelong commitment. Let's do it together. Another way we can grow is by sharing our experiences. So I want to introduce my new segment called Better Advice. I love helping people. I love listening to advice segments. I love supporting people and helping people work out what they need to do. But when I listen to advice on the radio, other podcasts, social media, Instagram, I realize that sometimes this advice is trash, right? People never tell you the thing that they would do. Sometimes they don't really focus on making healthy choices. They focus on what's entertaining, interesting, you know, funny. And I wanted to create a space where people can write in and really get better advice. I think it's important when you hear people's scenarios, situations, challenges, not to judge, but also think from your own heart and your own compassion, right? Because when people tell us stuff, it's easy to be like, oh, just do this. You should just do that. But when you're in that situation, you just don't do those things. So when, when we look to give advice, we want to give it with compassion, but we also want to give practical life skills and tips for healthy choices. And that's really what, to me, better advice is about. So here we go. Welcome to Better Advice. Let's go. Okay, here's the first question. Spending the holidays with his friends and partying. Oh, gosh. Dear Tia, so every single holiday occasion, my boyfriend goes out to party with his friends. He has a large 20-plus people group of friends. They usually rent out a space and go there to drink. This happens on all of the party occasions. Not all of the party occasions. New Year's Eve, St. Patrick's Day, Halloween. Halloween is a party too. (laughs) <laughs> For them it is. Memorial Day, etc. Damn, this is really all of the days. Yeah. He says those celebrations are for the boys, but I really feel left out. It's like he's choosing his friends over me. His friends always invite and hook up with single girls while there. And while I know my boyfriend isn't involved in that, I just want to for once enjoy a holiday celebration um, or even be part of the party. What should I do? Well, let's think about what the healthy choice is here, right? So... You're saying that you feel like your boyfriend is choosing his friends over you. And I would say he absolutely is not. He's choosing himself over you. So he's deciding to do all of the things that he wants to do without considering your feelings or compromising because he is in a relationship, which tells you that you aren't of value. And that is a hard thing to accept because you like him. He's probably really nice. He probably does a great job of you know, rationalizing why he should be allowed to continue these traditions with his friends. But the reality is that when you get promoted to a new phase of life, you don't do the old duties of a job. You do the new duties of your new job. So as a person who now has a girlfriend and friends, you have to balance both. I won't even get into the ridiculousness of all of his friends are looking up, but he's not. Because even if that is true, Why would he put himself in a situation where there's that level of temptation? So it's absolutely up to you. If someone has told you that you are important but chooses to do things that make you feel like you aren't important, that don't prioritize your feelings, that don't prioritize your needs or wants, and does it continuously, not as a one-off compromise, like, hey, my boys are having this big Halloween party, it's a guy's night, may be uncomfortable, but that's a one-off. New Year's Eve. Christmas, Thanksgiving, you know, these are big holidays that you spend with your significant other. So when someone's telling you that spending this time with you isn't a priority, they're telling you, I'm choosing what I want and you get to choose what you want to do. Now, here's the challenge. A lot of people, and I'm not going to just say men because it feels unfair, 
But we see men doing this often. They are so okay with choosing themselves and saying, if you either go with this or you don't. So who you going to choose, boo? Mm. Are you going to choose yourself? Because he's choosing him. I suggest you make a healthy decision. To me, what seems healthy here is choosing you and looking for a relationship with someone who values spending time with you, values your feelings, values your sense of security, and also enjoys spending time with you. Because that's the other big thing here. Like, these are all parties. These are fun memories. And he's saying, I don't want you to be part of this fun. So what does that lead to down the line? When people make these strong stances, believe them. Question number two. Now, this one is about one of my favorite topics, sex. I I love talking about sex. I always have. I won't digress too much. But since I was a kid, I've been a, a fresh person. I've always made dirty jokes. But here's the question. Dear Tia, I've been talking and texting a guy that I really like, and we're scheduled to go on our first date when he's back in town. He lives in another state. We've been talking for a few weeks, but this will technically be our first date. I really, really want to have sex with him, but you know how guys can be. What should I do? Hmm. So this is a great example of making the choice you want versus a healthy choice. And here's why I say there's nothing wrong with having sex with someone if you just like them. If you're attracted to them, as long as it's protected and you're doing it of your own free will, we're not into sex shaming here. We're young, happy, figuring out our bodies. You know, not even just young, even if you're old, happy, figuring out your bodies, figuring out your joy. It's all good. Here's where the healthy choice comes in. Sometimes we have sex with people as women. Sometimes we can have sex with people because we're horny, but we also want to be in a relationship with this person. Right. And there's no way to say how a relationship starts and ends because there are people who have sex the first day that they meet and they are happily married. The issue is that you don't know what the level of interest is of this other person when you first meet them. People is you have to make the healthy choice for yourself. If you know you want to be in a relationship with someone and being rejected or abandoned or ghosted after you have sex on the first night will crush you, then you should wait. You should wait until you feel comfortable having sex and knowing whatever happens that next morning, you can accept it and you'll be comfortable with it and it won't crush you because you're doing it because you wanted to have that experience and for no other reason. It's a really hard decision to make when it's like, I want to get to know someone better. I'm also sexually attracted to them. And I want to say that I can be open. In my experience, most of the women that I know just aren't that savage, right? And this is me talking professionally and personally. Most women who've said, oh, I'm just going after the D and I'm good, I'm good. If they really like that person, if the situation doesn't work in their favor and they had sex early, they regret it. So I say the healthy choice is taking a real assessment of where you want this relationship to potentially go. Because whether you're together or not, if you're interacting with someone, you're in a relationship. So if you're okay with it being casual sex and that's cool, have sex with them as soon as y'all can. Have fun. But if you want to have a relationship and you want to get to know him, get to know him and talk about it. Talk about what being intimate means, because he may say, listen, you know, we want to be intimate early on and that's not going to change anything for me. If you feel that's true and you guys are going to continue to date and that's okay for you, then that's a healthy choice for you. But if you're like, I really don't know him that well. Again, there's another variable. He lives in another state. So you don't know what his life is like in that other state. I'm trying to build a rapport with him and develop trust and a routine. You should wait. If you liked that little bit of Ready, Set, Grow, then make sure you go ahead to the search bar right now, put in Ready, Set, Grow with Estia Brown, hit the follow button, and turn the notifications on so you don't miss an episode. If you're looking to follow Tia, you can follow her on Instagram at Estia Brown, and you can follow her therapy practice at rsg.therapy. This episode of Dear Young Queen is brought to you by Mickey D's. All of the best nights out end with a bite from Mickey D's. Something about hitting that drive through after a night out with the girls just feels right. It's also nostalgic. I know we all made that McDonald's stop before we snuck back into our parents' house when we were in high school. That last stop before we called it a night. 
me and my girls might have kept our local McDonald's in business, to be honest with you. It makes me laugh just thinking about us at three in the morning. Quite frankly, a full car of girls ordering the Mickey D's drive-thru is just the right amount of chaos. A car full of what you want, what you want, no, what you want. In the drive-thru always started with our basic go-tos. But it only took one person to mention a McFlurry or a pack of cookies or dare I say an ice cream cone before you heard a bunch of, ooh, that sounds good. Me too, girl, get me one. (laughs) And if it was really late at night and the menu had just flipped to breakfast, forget about it pure insanity. It starts with asking for a cheeseburger and ends up with two McGriddles. I mean what I say, the McDonald's drive-thru is just the right amount of chaos. Everyone's got their own Mickey D's moments. Go on and make some more delicious memories. And last but not least, I am so excited to announce the newest podcast on the Dear Young Queen Network. It is called It's Not That Serious with Drea and Lena. My girls, Drea and Lena, are two incredible Colombian queens based out of Miami. And with It's Not That Serious podcast, you got to be ready to dive deep into the shallow end of pop culture. You'll get to meet Andrea, the fashion maven with over a decade of style expertise and a PhD in celebrity gossip. And on the other mic is Lena, the wardrobe whisperer. She's a celebrity wardrobe stylist weaving through the glamour sets of films, commercials, and the closets of your favorite athletes. Starting February 1st, you can join Drea and Lena every week as they spill the tea on everything celebrity, dissect fashion with surgical precision, and prove that life is just a runway, strutworthy and filled with laughter. Serious is so last season. So buckle up for a joyride through the chic and cheeky it's not that serious, the podcast. And just because we did push this podcast all the way back to February 1st, I am going to drop off some content from the holidays that we weren't able to get out. That's a sneak peek of what's to come. Dive into the shallow end of pop culture and into the deep end of fashion with It's Not That Serious, the podcast. I'm Andrea, a fashion guru with over 10 years of style wisdom and a PhD in celebrity chisme. And I'm Lena, a wardrobe stylist navigating the sets of films, commercials, and even the closets of your favorite athletes. We're coming to you every week for a lighthearted take on celebrities, fashion trends, and the belief that life is best lived with a touch of humor. It's not just a podcast. It's your VIP pass to a world where seriousness takes a backseat to glam, gossip, and giggles. Join us each and every week here on the Dear Young Queen Network, and be sure to follow and subscribe to it's not that serious so you never miss an episode um so we're we're recording this the sunday after thanksgiving how was your thanksgiving it was eventful mostly because <laughs> i have a new boyfriend you did and he and i met his family and he met mine you d- oh my god it was like a double whammy it like, was intense like we go- split the time oh my god yeah. so you went to like his family, his family first and then mine okay where's his family from so like his family's from uh they were from here but mm-hmm. they moved to jersey okay. so he grew up in jersey his family came down okay and it was just literally his mom his dad and his aunt at like his place at his pl- at no at uh his mom's like beach apartment that they were staying at Ooh. right okay so yeah it was like very direct and intimate no buffer yeah there was no buffer it was just like us four us five at the dinner table are they american no no they're cuban oh okay okay. yeah yeah i wasn't worried or nervous it's just you know the mom thing and he's he's the only child so he's like a mom's boy type of Mm -hmm. thing so it's like uh i already know how i know how my mom is with my brother and he's not even an only child and i know like how my grandma was like just obsessed with him you know type of thing so it's like i it can get sticky right i've kind of dated the spectrum of guys with really good relationships with their parents and guys with like little to no relationship with their parents and it's like you can't win either way right i'm really close with my family so for me like my family's always been the most important and my boyfriends when i was younger they didn't have the best relationship with their parents so every holiday would always be with my family and all this stuff but then i think because they weren't raised with those like really core family values they don't understand they don't have that foundation of what that means like what family means so when it come it came to certain things they just like wouldn't understand it and then on the like 
opposite end of the spectrum someone that's like way like a man that's way too close with their mom is is like that that should be studied it's like do you love your mom or do you want to your mom yeah 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 (laughs) no absolutely and and then you start thinking like you're a grown ass Mm -hmm. man Thankfully, my new boyfriend is not like totally. He actually left Jersey to get away from his mom a little bit. You know, hopefully she's not listening. Right. To um, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, so it, it was interesting. And then he went to my family. We went to my family and, and, and he was like, damn, these are the biggest Colombians I've ever seen. Because the males in my family are tall. Like everyone's like six two, six three. That's. So and my funny. My dad is, like is too. Yeah. My dad's like six three. Your dad's Colombian? Yeah. Okay. Both of my parents are Colombian. Oh. Um yeah. Are both your parents? Yeah. Okay, okay. So <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Hundred percent mommy. I here. know. <laughs> Very exotic. <laughs> um yeah so my dad's really tall and he has like jet black hair i look a lot like my dad probably. you are actually kind of tall and a little long right i grew you don't up seem tall but you no, are i have good posture honey. okay <laughs> <laughs> when i was growing up i grew up mostly in connecticut so i grew up primarily around white people mm. going to school it was like italian people and polish people And so growing up there, I was just like average or like not short, but just like average. Right. So when I moved down here, I've been in Miami for like 14 years now, almost. I was like tall. Yeah. And I remember I would go out and back in the day, we would go to like Grand Central. Do you remember? Yes. (laughs) For the the old heads. (laughs) And I used to be obsessed with wearing like those Jeffrey Campbell giant platforms what year was it 2000 <laughs> like 11 11 12. 12 yeah i had like if there i worked at nordstrom when i was in college too so i would get like a little discount so like anytime a new one came in i would be like giving them and um i would go out in my like teeter tottering platforms and people would be like i literally had someone come up to me and be like are you a model and i'm like Cause, all, oh. cause like, I feel like the way that your body is like, you have long legs too. Like my Real, legs are, I've never heard that in my life. Yo, yeah. Like my legs are long you and people think, people think I'm tall, but I'm, I'm normal. I'm average height. I'm five, five. I'm ha- okay. We're the same height. So, but you seem taller than me I for think some it's our reason. Presence. Yeah. I was raised by like really strong parents. This is probably so problematic, but my dad was like, there's nothing worse than a woman that acts clueless. Okay. So, um, I just was always very assertive. I'm a Leo too. Leo gang gang. Oh my God. Like, listen, (laughs) this was meant to be. We're both Leos. I cannot. (laughs) So I think I just carry myself with a taller presence, which is like very funny. So yeah. So same. My dad is tall, not I don't know if my grandpa was so tall. I guess, you know, older people shrink. Exactly. So by the time we know them, we don't know if they were actually tall. But my grandpa was tall. My grandpa had like 14 siblings. And I've met, I had met a few of them that passed on now. But um, they were taller too. Taller, older people. So yeah, yeah, it's funny because people don't usually peg me as Colombian. I've probably in Miami been told like, it happened to me the other Italian, day. Probably. Yeah. yeah. The other day, this girl was like, are you, is your family Colombian? And I was like, yes, why? Like, do you know, do you know my parents? Like, why are you talking to me like that? Because people never think I am. Yeah. Um, so when they get it on the money, yeah, you're like, like, hold on. What do you know? Yeah. What do you know that yeah. I don't know? So yeah. So your boyfriend was like, oh, your family Yeah. So he was like, these are the biggest Colombians I've ever seen. He's like, in Jersey, they're just like with the Siete haircut and a fanny pack. And they're all five oh two. Oh my God. I haven't heard Siete haircut I in a long time. <laughs> the Siete haircut. It's like the fake mohawk. Yes. Kind of. The Colombian mohawk. Now I see like all these kids with that peso pluma haircut. And I'm like. Oh my gosh. Is that the Edgar? If you look on TikTok, because my friend, and uh, he's like obsessed with it. He thinks it's the funniest thing ever. So he'll send me Edgar videos on TikTok. That's what the haircut's called. Okay. So I grew up, I don't want to say I grew up in the sticks, but it was kind of like that. Like there would be a traffic jam in the town I grew up in. I grew up in a town, not a city. Okay. And it would be because there were like tractors in the road, oh. like blocking traffic. Uh-huh. So it was kind of like a weird 
people would cosplay as like redneck too, like in the John Deere stuff and <laughs> yeah, a Carhartt. Uh-huh. So like I knew like actual like farmer people and then there were like rich kids that like pretended to be that way as well. So now when I see this mullet thing, I'm like, that's crazy. You're like, What's going yeah, on? Like, Am I back in Connecticut? Uh-huh. <laughs> that's oh my funny. God. So, so yeah, so it was fine. My dad good. didn't grill him. He thought he was great. My mom's kind of quiet, so she didn't really, you know. She, she talked to him for a little bit, but not too much. So we'll see. We'll see. How it was long good. have you guys How been was going your, together? Three months. Okay. Which is pretty brief, but it just feels right. Yeah. It feels normal, natural. How old is he? 39. He'll okay. 39 and on Tuesday. Okay, good. Yeah. I think that's a Leo thing too, isn't it? I've always been like, if you're my person, I know like right away, like we don't have right. to like... Yeah, I don't have to game. play. Yeah, I don't have to play games or mm-hmm. like buffer anything out. Like if I want to hang out with you, I'm going to hang out with you yeah. and that. So it's been very that. OK, good. But how was yours? How was your Thanksgiving? Do uh, you host? Here? No, no, I have not yet. No, unfortunately, I didn't. We actually this is so bad. So I'm married for people that don't know. But um, this was our first Thanksgiving as a married couple. Mm hmm. And um, I was sick. <laughs> so, oh, that's um, a bummer. Usually, my husband's sister will host, but we ended up just staying home because I was just like feeling super drained and tired. And I made some little like charcuterie and some little things he likes. I went to the butcher and got like a picanha steak. Yeah, and I made that just like little things for us to pick at. And my husband's been bothering me for like a month. A month to watch the Twilight movies because I've never seen them. I have never seen them either. Yeah, I've just never been interested. Me neither. I don't know why. I don't Did know. you start? I started. He made me start the other day because there's like six of them, five or six. Oh the saga. There's god, a lot, that's and each so one is many. two two hours. Oh my god! And I tried the Harry Potter thing, and I just like couldn't. For me, the Harry Potter. Oh, movies, you're not a Harry Potter girly. Not too much. No. <laughs> I like. Uh, I like, it's like Harry Potter. Don't you feel like every other movie is pointless? I kind of stopped after like the third one. Yeah, I, I think like, I've okay, seen like four need, or five. I don't, need to, I don't need to watch the rest of them. No, they're filler movies. Yeah. Half of them are filler movies. So Twilight Saga, I started a couple days before Thanksgiving. And then on Thanksgiving, we watched like the final three. I really liked it. Like, again, I don't know if there's like some weird messaging in the background of like, because I, I never thought I would be like into it, but I really liked it. It's kind of cringe. I had to like look away a lot of times because I felt uncomfortable watching it. It's definitely like a teenager movie. Yeah. But then there's like, it's very sexually charged. So there were times where I'm like, oh my. Oh my (laughs) word. Because like, when did it come out? What year? 2010, 2011. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we were we were in our Jeffrey Campbell's. Yes, when it came I was out. too. I was hitting the club, girl. I wasn't trying to watch Twilight. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I kind of I don't know if you know the lore around Twilight. So the author, I learned this from TikTok. Learned so much from TikTok. Um, the author wrote the Twilight Saga after hearing the band My Chemical Romance. She was like obsessed what? with the singer Gerard Way. But I don't know if you know this. The band My Chemical Romance started after Gerard Way saw like the attack on the Twin Towers on September 11th. It made him realize like you have to like go out and pursue your dreams. Okay. He started the band My Chemical Romance. It started to gain a little traction. The author of Twilight saw the band was like really obsessed with their look and all this stuff. And I think she was like sexually attracted to Gerard Way, mm-hmm. and she ended up she writing like the Twilight character saga. Yes, around it. And it's funny when you watch the movie, you'll see like some characters are kind of dressed like how My Chemical Romance would dress, like yeah. in those like red button downs, yeah, like blood red and like ties mm-hmm. and stuff. And I'm like, oh, I get it now. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they're like all pale. Yeah, and that's like, like all pale. Yes. With- dark hair yeah it's like the ultimate butterfly effect so yeah so if i actually into that uh actually makes me want to kind of watch it now i would watch it i'm telling you the first movie i was like i had to look away because it's so cringe in some parts yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and there's a couple things like when she has the i'm gonna ruin it for you in one part they have a baby at one part and Mm -hmm. it's like a cgi baby because i guess she's like half vampire half human it's like they could have used a regular baby and the name of the baby What's the name of the baby? Rene- I can't even say. <laughs> Renez May. I was like, I'm calling the police. Um, is that Cuba? They- <laughs> I'm like, is this is baby this Dominican? <laughs> Renez May. Oh, no. That's like the mom and the dad's name Names put together. Combined. Yeah, I'm like, police. 
<laughs> like this baby's from Miami. <laughs> Too good. Yeah. So that's that's what we did on. Um, did you do any like Black Friday shopping? Oh no, I'm I'm on a I'm on a strict no buying. Although I did buy a jacket, I, I lied. I bought a jacket. I bought a jacket, but it was like last week. It was just like a leather jacket that I found on the outnet that was like real uh, leather. Yeah. And I was like, I just needed a clean black leather jacket. It was like two hundred bucks. That's worth real it. leather. I don't care about the brand. I was. Yeah. Just, I just care that it's actual leather yeah. and that it's good fit. In this it. last year, I've become so much more conscious of what everything is made out of. Yeah. And it's disturbing when i think about like how much like that we're wearing like plastic clothes exactly that's weird yeah i i'm very like i don't know i'm not gonna go to zara and buy don't get me wrong i love zara yeah yeah, i love zara but i'm not gonna go to to zara and buy a sheer polyester shirt when i could really just go on essence and look for a silk shirt that's on sale maybe a sheer polyester shirt in zara costs 90 dollars or something 80 dollars yeah and you're gonna go on the outnet or essence or luis via via roma or whatever any of those like websites that you can or i love list i go on list and i search for exactly what i want and on any boutique that like in the world in the world right that may be on sale maybe i find a silk blouse Mm -hmm. that i'm looking for that's actually silk and it's gonna be nice and gonna feel beautiful you know and maybe it's like at 140 but i don't care like i'll pay you just need the one that extra that little bit extra yeah because like in comparison to something plastic i'm not buying it i'm just not no i'm the same now i even i like the real real a lot i love the real real um but i feel like they've gotten crazy with their prices now that they've got that they got popping yeah yeah because like i used to just like watch everything that i liked mm-hmm. and then when it would go on like crazy discount i would buy it now yeah I'm like now things don't last actually yeah things yeah. sell out but I, my friend worked for them she told me they would do like fakey stuff like that, like pretend to sell something and then relist it or like, oh, wow. I yeah. Didn't know that. Raise the price just to like give a 10 percent like they would do weird stuff mm. like that. So I'm like, mm, I got my eye on you. The real real. I didn't know that. Yeah. But I knew that the, I know that there was some kind of like a scandal at some point that they were saying that they were selling counterfeit stuff. You know what? I would love to do like a a test of that because my friend that worked there, she was one of those, she worked there for years. She was the one, like what's the position? She's the one that goes to your house. Goes to your house basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They have a bunch of, they're like, I don't even know what they call like concierge consignment liaison. Yes. 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 Something. So she was based in Manhattan. She had really cool clients too. Um, this was years ago now, but anyways, cause I always like would ask her questions about the real, real, like behind the scenes. And she told me, you know, they say that it's like experts going through everything, but it's not it's just a bunch of like underpaid college kids in a warehouse, like sorting through things and making sure it's right. not like dirty and weird. Yeah. So I would be interested to send something from DH gate or something and be like, will this make it pass? Right. Exactly. But then I want to get like blackballed from the real, the real, real, real. Cause I send stuff there all the time. You send it in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel like their percentage is? What is their percentage? It's weird now. So it used to be like a flat rate. So the more you would sell the higher percentage you would get. Uh-huh. Now they do the scale. So depending on, I don't know if it's the brand. I think it's more so the price they listed at. You get more of a cut so let's say you just sent some like jeans from reform uh what is it redone mm-hmm. that you're they're probably gonna list for like a hundred dollars or less and you'll get like 30 percent of that okay but let's say you sold um you're a liar flats yeah you're a liar flats <laughs> exactly i wouldn't uh or like a balenciaga jacket or something yeah. they'll give you like 60 percent, and then i think it can get bumped up to like 70 percent. oh that's not bad yeah i had some weird stuff like i tried to send like a designer set they held onto it for a long time i wonder if they were like deliberating whether they would do it or not because the top was a different size from the bottom but they're the same print so oh, then they were I like see. it's not a set and then the zipper was broken on one of them but they had also sent me an email before being like hey if you have things that are not in per- perfect condition we'll but they're repairable some. yeah Feel free to send them in. Right. Like you're getting such a good price on that stuff. Like just take it to the tailor. Granted, I could have taken it to the tailor and had the zipper swapped out. 
But I don't want to do all that. I just want to right. get rid of it. Which yeah. I should actually I should get the information for your tailor because I need one like closer to the house. Oh, she's what? right there. Really? And she's on the side like she has a studio on the side of her house. Oh. She's like out of her house. Okay. I gotta do that because I have a tailor, but he's in Brickle and that's it's just like way too far for me. Yeah, that's the complete opposite. I'm like, let me get that tailor. <laughs> I know. No, I, I give him to him. He's pretty good. <clears throat> um, all right. Should we actually get into the content? <laughs> oh, we are the content. We are the okay. content. Exactly. If you like that sneak peek, I am telling you, get ready. Head over to that search bar. Put in It's Not That Serious podcast. Hit the follow button and turn on notifications so you don't miss the premiere episode. You can follow Drea on at It's Not That Serious and you can follow Lena at Lena Gosh. So yeah, y'all, we're live. Like we're lit. Like this is really a network. And if you found me through New Beginnings, you're in the right place. This is actually a new beginning for Dear Young Queen because it's not just Dear Young Queen, the podcast anymore. It's Dear Young Queen, the podcast network. I needed to sit with myself over those weeks. I needed to ask myself those questions. And I needed God to drop his will and his plan right over my life. Life is what happens when you're so busy making plans. So yeah, y'all, y'all got it. There's three incredible podcasts under this umbrella. We still have an incredible Dear Young Queen episode with Kiafa on the way. I might throw in some work in progress. This is not over yet. Just like the category Apple Podcasts put us in, this is just the beginning. <laughs> 